0: Good evening, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we have Mister Customer Service, Nick from Nick Drop.
1: Hello, everybody. So, how you been, man? Been good. Been a rough day today. I'm glad it's over.
0: I understand. It's been but, a rough but, week.
1: Yeah, it's slow. I mean, it really is slow this week.
0: Yeah. Well, that's not why it's been a rough week. But yeah, I understand what
1: you mean. Oh no, but I mean, like I've been taking my lunches later, like twelve thirty, one o'clock. Oof. So the evening go quicker, right. right? Yeah. Oh no, I'll come back from lunch and it'll be one thirty, and I'll be like doing my work or whatever, and I'm like, man, it's got to be like three thirty, almost four o'clock, and it'll be like one like- <laughs> <laughs> twenty.
0: Wait, 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 you lost ten minutes there? What
1: the hell? Oh, not, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, you know what I'm I know,
0: it, I know. It's just funny the way you put it. it walk back hilarious. in at
1: one or, 1 or 1.30, and then I'm working my butt off thinking it's two hours later, and it's only been 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I know. Funny. That's funny.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, it's crazy, crazy.
0: so uh, okay, so I haven't told Nick what we're going to do on the episode, and part of this episode, and I'm going to I'm gonna lead up to it and so you can kind of understand. But this is a hard week for me. Um, As our fans, some of them know, some of them do not. But um, August 29th is um, my son's birthday. Um, The one who took his life four and a half years ago. So, of course, you know, every year we go down to the cemetery. We, you know, wish him a happy birthday, do a little visit time. You know, emotional. But, yeah, so you you can kind of understand. Well, since it's an hour drive, you know, so we leave here at 5 o'clock as soon as I get off work, maybe 5.30 if we're running a little late, whatever. You know, right. Hour drive in traffic, which everybody yeah. Knows. yeah, if you're in Houston area, you really know what it's like.
1: Right. Coming it, from your area to there, yes.
0: Yes, it's nasty. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's ugly. And, you know, hitting that 45 around that time, yeah, it's really bad. So you know we go down there, you know we're all emotional. You know, that's pretty a, pretty much a given. And so we go, we visit, and then we always stop for dinner afterward. You know because I'm not going to feel like cooking. Let's just be honest. Uh, right. I'm I'm emotional. And
1: It'll be eight or nine o'clock before you get
0: home. Yeah, exactly. So what's the point? You know. So we we always stop for dinner right after we leave the cemetery. You know, so sometimes it's Papacito's. I think we've done, you know, two or three other different restaurants. And this week, we did Cracker Barrel.
1: Nice. And Love me some Cracker Barrel.
0: No. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. No? No. And so that kind of prompted me to talk about, and it's just kind of an off-the-wall. This is going to be a somewhat of an off-the-cuff episode. but right. But I also wanted to kind of talk about this because there's a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to restaurants and how to deal with waiter and waitresses.
1: Very controversial questions, yes. Yeah. See, I know. You and I are going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum on this. Why? I know we are. Oh, Okay. Let's get started. We'll see. I'll. I'll we'll see.
0: <laughs> I know we'll be on the opposite side of the spectrum. So,
1: but yes, I don't think it's going to be as.
0: I don't think it's going to be as extreme as you might think.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I get it, but
0: yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So we'll get it too. Let 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 me let me let me start off. Okay. So we left the cemetery. We got a Cracker Barrel. We're all a little emotional, but we love Cracker Barrel. So it, it's. That's why I picked these restaurants. I picked restaurants that's going to provide what you would call uh, a homey, happy, excited, you know, yeah, we just left the cemetery, so we're sad, but I'm excited to go to this restaurant, so it kind of, you know, it helps.
1: Yeah, you need that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's a little bit of that what you'd call self-care, is you provide that I guess you go back to DBT, the participation of a positive environment, Papacito's, you know, is one of our favorite restaurants, you know, Cracker Barrel, things like that. You go to somewhere that's going to give you a good feel. Okay. Right. Pretty straightforward. Logist, you know, it's a great reason. Right. So I'm going to be talking a lot about self-care, folks. So, you know, just you're going to have to bear with me and uh, and suck it up. So no apologies. <laughs> Thank you. No apologies. Exactly. No reason
1: for none of that. This is your opinion. Your opinion is valid. Doesn't care what anybody else.
0: You know what? Some of it. Some of it's facts. So you know what? And I ain't apologizing for facts. So (laughs) there you go.
1: Why would you?
0: Yes, exactly. So we go to Cracker Barrel, and you know we order our food. The normal girl's okay. You know, In, in the beginning, she seems to be okay. She's forgetting stuff. Okay. And like we don't see her for like ten minutes at a time. You know, and so it's like, okay, you know, and then, you know, we're at a drink and we don't see her for ten minutes. And, you know, so it's starting to get a little annoying. But, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm not worried about it. I'm trying to just get through the meal because we're we just visited Andrew. I'm not in the mood. To deal with drama. I, I just want to get through my meal, enjoy the food, and, and, and leave and, and we're, you know, do what we need right. to do. Right. So, in a normal situation, I'll, I'll be honest with you, okay? And, I, I, and I'll finish the story in here in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of say, normally, if I'm sitting there for 10 minutes and I don't have a drink you know, I'm completely sitting there empty, I would normally say something. I'll be honest right. with you, okay? I was actually being fairly understanding just because I knew I was emotional with Andrew and I didn't want to project that onto my waitress. I didn't think right. that would be fair. Correct. Okay, so just, just so you know, I, I was trying to be very understanding. She was forgetting stuff left and right, you know, and... Yet, I was trying to be very nice about everything. Jay was very surprised. You know, the restaurant. In our half of the restaurant, there were only four tables with people.
1: Okay. That's so, empty.
0: Yeah, I mean, for Cracker Barrel, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is
1: empty, empty. I mean, you know empty what I'm t- I've ever been there where I didn't have to wait for a table.
0: Right. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. When we got there. We literally immediately sat down, and there were only three other tables with people at them. Wow. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I'm sitting there thinking, there's really no excuse for anything.
1: get extra care because there's nothing going on.
0: Yes, that's what I would think. Right. And she only has two tables, and the other girl has the other two tables. It's a very straightforward thing, okay? So, this is hard for me. I'm in customer service, and this is part of I didn't work in a restaurant, but I did work for fast food. But my current job is customer service. I'm customer service-driven. If I don't deliver customer service, you've got a problem. You right. know? And I guess part of that is, is if I expect that from myself, and I tend to expect that from other people. Yes, And some people say, well, that's not fair because not everybody's like you. Okay, that's a fair point, but you still should expect good customer service.
1: I don't think that's what you said. Let's back up a little bit on that. That is not what you said. Okay. You said when you're in customer service, you should do, it should be more or less common sense. If you, and this isn't just your opinion. Your opinion is different than that. This is a generic statement. If you're going to work in the service industry, you're there to serve. Do the best you can every day and you will do your job and you will do it fairly well. Right. If you hate your job and you're not, you know, and you're negative about it, you're not taking care of business and you're just blowing it off and you're pissy about it, negative, then yes, that's going to reflect on your work. But that's so what you're saying is generic, all of us common sense. If you and I had to go back and start waiting tables or going back to fast food working, we would be phenomenal at it because of what we've been doing for decades. Here. Yes, you know. So these young kids, I get it. You know, they don't like this job or whatever, and it's it's just a catalyst to another job and that kind of thing. But still, but common that, sense.
0: but but see, okay. Let's be honest though. If you're looking at Cracker Barrel, most of these waitresses are not kids. Oh, true. You know, sometimes they are a lot of them that I've seen lately are like 25 to 30 years old. So they're somewhat adults, have children, you know. And so, you know, in my opinion, you should have grown up a little bit. You should understand you're there for a reason, right? you know. But a lot of these, and I see it all the time is I see the girls, they'll go back in the back and they're sitting there talking and playing on their phone and you got people out needing stuff. Yeah. You know, okay, so that,
1: that's, that's youth, yes.
0: Yes, okay. So, but, you know, in Cracker Barrel, you don't see that as much and maybe because they go to the back and hide it, but the point is this girl just disappeared, you know? I, I, we sat there and looked at her other table waiting to see her so we could flag her down and she just was nowhere to be found. Okay. So, in any normal situation like that, if it was any other day, I honestly probably would have called another waitress over and said, Can you get my waitress or get me a manager? Because at this point, I had had enough. I mean, she had already made five mistakes. And I was just like, Okay, you know, one or two, no big deal. You know, you forgot the honey. Okay, no big deal. You know, Um, one refill, but you got all the rest, no big deal. You know, those are the types of things, you know, that really, they don't bother me, you know? And so, because you expect nobody's going to be perfect. Right. There's the key, okay? So, I'll admit, I can be a little harsh, but nobody's perfect, okay? My, my, My point is, is if you push me to the point, it's like, okay, I should never have to get here. That's my annoyance. Is is I should have never been pushed to this point. Let me finish the story. So, you know, of course I get the bill. I look at the bill and I see something's wrong. The way she charged it is going to cost me more money. Okay. Okay. So of course I'm I'm you know, I get paid once a month. This is the end of the month. I'm literally down to, you know, but it's also our time with Andrew, and this is my way of dealing with the emotional, making my kids feel good. I, I don't, You know, so I planned for this, so, you know, but I didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, I probably would have gotten a papacitos if we had had a little more money. But the point is, you know, the bill didn't come right. So, of course, I take the bill walk up, I walk around, you know, in Cracker Barrel, you walk around in a little market area, and that's where you pay. I, I politely, I said, hey, see a manager. So she calls the manager up front. I, ask, I t- show the manager what I was talking about, asked him if he could fix it. I didn't make a big deal about it. I Just all I ask, can you fix it? The waitress comes out asking my son what's going on. And he's like, oh, something to do with the bill. And so she walks over, looks at the bill, and tells me I'm wrong.
1: No, she did not do that. Yeah. No, she did not. Yes, she did. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, everybody sit back.
0: (laughs) I said excuse me? So she proceeded to read off what I ordered. And I said, "No, nope, I was wrong. And I said, this is what I ordered. Well, yes, sir. And I'm like, okay. Well, I was just trying to save you some money. And I'm like, but the way you ring it up is costing me more. Well, no, sir. And I'm like, I said, no offense. I said, I know my math. I can do this in my head. Anybody who knows me knows I'm pretty good at math. It's just something that I'm natural at. I'm not perfect, but generally, I'm pretty good. So, a lot better than a lot of these kids who rely on the register to count the money back. Right. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest here.
1: Anyway. Well, now, you might have been like that when you were in your teens,
0: oh, no, I was good at math Go back then oh no no, no i i loved, I learned the old school way, man. I learned when we worked at what is it, astroworld, right? You, you know, there was no button to tell you the change. They taught you how to count it back. I mean, I was good at math already, but I mean, they were old school, like, okay, you know, if they give you a ten dollar a ten dollar and the, the bill was five seventy one. Count it, okay. So five, seventy-one, seventy-two, seventy-three, seventy-four, right. seventy-five. A quarter makes you know uh, six bucks, okay. And I need to make four ones to get my my ten bucks. There you go. Here's your change. Old See, school. I,
1: I worked at Ciarama, and the booth that I went in only had like ten things that you could buy. Right. So on the wall they had a chart. <laughs> If you bought this and this, this is how much it costs. If they give you a 10, this is your change. If you give you, you know, yeah. like that. Right. So we didn't have to do, I didn't even have to learn that. i right. just go, all right, here, here's your, you know.
0: Yeah, I know, I know.
1: It, I mean, it was pretty easy to figure out even then, because I was already in my upper teens when I was doing that, but, you know.
0: Right, I was 17 when I was working at Astroworld. So, I mean, it, but that was the way they taught you, because they wanted you to do it right. Right. It was important that you.
1: Of course, it was important for you too, because if the register came up short,
0: exactly, you got fired.
1: You or either <laughs> that or they take it out of your check.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: I See, mean, if it was twenty, thirty bucks, they'll take it out of your check. But if it's hundreds, you're gone.
0: Yeah, a hundred, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. And back then, you know, a penny, okay, you're off. Right. You know, if it was fifty cents, okay, you got written up. But you're you're right. You start seeing multiple dollars. It's like, okay, something's wrong here, buddy. What's
1: up? Against the wall into your pocket. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Take your socks off because you you shove that money in your socks.
0: So, yeah. So for me, it's like, okay, you know, I know what's going on here. I know exactly how this is calculated out. She literally looks at me and she says, Fine, I will go change
1: it and prove you're wrong. She did not. (laughs) She did. Not this day Don't I, I would If I would have been out of it Please let me just pay for it You know Because me I don't like that conversation I just like I don't care if it's $20 I, Let me just pay for it
0: Yeah but I just kind of God. I'm like okay I've been nice up until this point And I'm like no I'm done I'm sorry But fine Okay go change it Go prove me wrong And so I was like Oh, I was so pissed. And you could tell my kids went off to play because they were like, oh, dad's about to blow his top. You <laughs> I know? do
1: not want to swing distance of this game.
0: <laughs> I would never swing. Come on, you know better than that.
1: I'm just saying.
0: But I was pretty loud in that restaurant. I mean, at that point, for her to say, fine, I'll fix it and I'll prove you wrong. Okay, what the hell? You know, really, is this is how we are going to act? That was the last time I saw her.
1: But she never came. The manager stopped her from coming back.
0: I don't know if the manager, but the manager was like, <laughs> went back with her. They changed the ticket and came back. And I said, do you see what I, w- I was talking about? And he said, yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> so I don't How? Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. I don't know if the waitress, waitress just didn't come back because she was like, he's right. Or if the manager is like, you went overboard and I don't want to see you back up there because you were wrong in the first place. You know, I don't know what happened. If it was the manager or her, she didn't want to face up to the fact she was proven wrong. I honestly don't care, you know? Right. But the manager, he did. He was. I was like, do you understand what I was talking about? He said, yes, sir. I'm sorry. You know, we fixed the check. I'm like, okay. What was the difference in cost? Oh, it wasn't much. Yeah. It wasn't much. Okay. It honestly for me at this point, I was frustrated about the rest of the meal. And right. so I you know, I I just was like, you know, just fix it.
1: That was the icing right there.
0: That was it, you know. Yeah, just I, Yeah, because it was like, okay, you know, if if it would have been a great service meal and she would have made this little mistake. I probably wouldn't have cared. Right. Is that a fair point? If she was like a phenomenal waitress and it's like, Oh, she probably just wasn't thinking keyed it up wrong. No big deal. I'll just pay it and move on. Right. But when you do bad service and then you mess up my check, I'm sorry. You know, that that's, that's my, and, and I'll be honest with you. You wanna know what the difference was? What? Take a wild guess how much the difference was.
1: Fifty eight cents.
0: No, that's that's pretty that's that would have been that's bad. But it was a dollar I, it was I don't a no, but it's dollar fifty.
1: That still, I mean anything is a difference when you run out of money at the end of the week. That dollar fifty, that's that's what? That's a half for- a gallon like that's in your car, and your car can go for like seven hundred miles on a gallon. So well, that,
0: good. that's that's a lunch for my kid at school.
1: Yes, See, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's but, a
0: right. But here's the whole thing: if they're there doing that to everyone, you know, they're overcharging everyone. That's what I don't. That's why I get a little frustrated. It's like, you know, it's they're doing this to everyone else. How many people have? done this and they've gotten
1: overcharged you know that's funny because a caveat to that is my mother when she tallies the tip she never tells it from the total because the taxes and all that stuff is already included right she goes back to what the original cost is that's how she determines what the tip is going to be
0: see there you go that's a smart thing to do Yeah. So, okay. So, can you guess how much tip this waitress got? (laughs) (laughs)
1: $1.50. Now, that would have been funny.
0: That would have been funny. I didn't think about that.
1: You should have, whatever the difference was,
0: that should have been the tip. That's what you should have
1: tipped her to the penny.
0: Oh, my gosh. That would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. I didn't think about that. Man. I'll have to remember that next time if it happens. So, damn. Yeah, no, I did not leave her a tip. I'll be honest with you.
1: Okay, well, you know, when it, when it comes down like that, that's, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, I probably would have left her a tip until the point she said, I'll change it and prove you wrong.
1: I'm yeah. sorry. But that's where I would have been done as well if she would have looked up and says, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me look at it and I'll take care of it and come back up and apologize." I still I would have tipped her.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. But the confrontational, really? Like I yeah. I was quiet. I asked for a manager very really politely at the front. I didn't bother her. I didn't do anything accusatory to her. You know, all I
1: did was So do you think The manager should have brought her back up and apologized for the mistake. How do you feel about that? I think the manager should have walked her back, fixed the problem, calmed her down, and said you're going to go up and you're going to politely apologize to this customer.
0: The problem is, is, would you have if the manager said that? If I was the manager? No, if you were the waiter or waitress and the manager told you that.
1: Uh, Maybe it had happened in my past That I had to go up and apologize for my behavior Right You know, when I was a kid What were you doing? I was juggling lemons behind the wall Waiting to clean tables, you know and I don't know
0: Right The only reason is, is, you know If she was that adamant that she was right If he would have told her that Do you think she would have really Come up and apologized Or do you think she would have been snooty about it? I think at that point, the manager is trying to diffuse the situation even more.
1: Smart. I get
0: that. If he wants you to come back, he doesn't want you dealing with somebody that just pissed you off.
1: I don't think my thought process is a little different on that. I think that if you said, look, she knew she made a mistake. They corrected the mistake even if she thought she was helping you, yeah. and if she was being malice about it, if he would have brought her up there and she was snooty, it would have cost her her job. And I would, if I was the manager, I would have said, look, it's necessary. And I would have been very calm and right. very polite. Look, it's very necessary for you to come up and apologize to this customer because we want these people to come back. And taking that little bit of extra step, and if she refused to do it, then she would have got written up or possibly even fired. At that stage of the game, that's a fireball offense. No, I, okay, that's a fair point. I mean, he, he could have point. said that to her. Right. She said, There ain't no way I'm going to go apologize, you know, and sno- walked off. And the manager not being, it was a male, right? Yes. It was the manager not control of his masculinity, didn't handle that properly, whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. Well, it
0: has nothing to do with masculinity at that point. It's it's the managers not being the proper professional in handling his employees. Go ahead.
1: Yes. The employee, because the employee said, fuck, I ain't going to, you know. Right. He should have said, hang on, and talked her down politely. That's what I'm talking about. in feminist, either one, if it was a female, I'm like, she wasn't focusing in on her femininity. Yes. To be able to handle the situation, do it the best way they could, because I think an apology would have helped you after all that.
0: Oh, okay, it, it, that's a fair that point.
1: point not, at that point, it's not a right or wrong. Right. It's not a missing contest anymore. Right. We know the truth. Make a mistake. I'm always the first guy in the world. If I make a mistake, I'm going to stand up and go, that, that was me. Right. It was on me. Right. And I apologize. Right. You know.
0: I actually did that to a somebody at Burger King the other day, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and and I've, you know, I've maybe come at somebody and was completely wrong. And I, I apologize to them, even if they were, it was, you know, somebody that I just did not get along with or whatever it were kind of deal. So, right. Right. So I wonder what happened in the back of that to diffuse it. Because I, I do think the manager should have come back up and said, you know, told the waitress, sir, I really apologize. You were correct. I really did think out even if she covered herself and, and did some catfishing or backing up or whatever.
0: Right, right. Exactly.
1: I, I really thought I was helping you out with this. I didn't see that. I will be more cognizant in the future. Of course, she might not be using those kind of words, but I will you know <laughs> <laughs> You're messed up. Okay,
0: hold on, folks. We're gonna we got to we got to pause for a second.
1: We're just talking about, you know, should the waiter should do do that? Did they, you know, whatever the background situation was that so after it was all said and done, the manager did apologize to you, right? Yep. Did you get any, uh, anything else other than an apology? No. No gift cards? No, you know. No.
0: And I've had that offered numerous times. Some places I turn it down. Some places I take it. It all depends on I guess the level of Like, you know, there's levels of how, how bad they do, you right. know. And sometimes it's like, look, you know, I'm not looking for a gift card here. I just want you guys to fix this situation so nobody else has to go through what I went through. Right. And then some days it's just like, really? I mean, seriously, why me on today? You know, it's 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 one of those situations. Like some days you're emotionally like, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, give me a gift card, because you know what? I'm just beyond pissed off. And the next day, you're like, I didn't really need the gift card. But, you know, some, yeah. some days we're just a little more emotional or a little more whatever pissed off you want to look at, you know, call it that. Yeah, so,
1: just give it to me, you know, so I get out of here. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah, I get that. You know, so I, I've actually complained to waiter and waitresses before because of something wrong with the kitchen. And she'll be like... Do you mean to have the manager come by? And I'm like, no, I, I just want it fixed so I can enjoy my meal. Well, you know, I can have the manager. No, I really, want I don't want to talk to the manager. All I want right. is my food right. That, that's that's all I want. Just ha- if if you want to have the manager talk to somebody, have him go talk to the cooks and get it ra- get it right. You know, <laughs> that's my attitude. I know it sounds horrible, but I, there are a lot of times where it's it's really not necessary for you to talk to a manager. You just want it. Right. You're just there to relax. And, and talking right. to a manager will wind you up a little
1: Yeah, definitely will. Because you know. you've taken it to the next level.
0: Exactly. And that, that's my that's my attitude. So, right. You know. Okay, what?
1: <laughs> you don't want to hear mine. I mean, I'm going to tell you, but it, it is 100% total opposite side of the spectrum.
0: Well, but we have different personalities.
1: Well, and neither one of them are good or bad. No. Or right or, neither one of them are either way, but.
0: Well, but the funny thing is, okay, I'm going to bring this up, and I'm going to let you tell your story. But I get in trouble a lot of times because people think I'm rude to waiter or waitresses. But I've got kids, so I think I have pretty good patience. And you can only have so much patience for bad customer service. Right, But go ahead and, and tell even your
1: story even, And even worse on a bad day Yeah that just, that just intensifies things Right So I've got lots of stories about restaurant issues and things like that I don't really know how I would describe it so much Let me give an example Went to the Outback last week and wanted a steak and some shrimp, you know, and I wanted a caesar salad. Don't know why, it I just was in the mood for that, those three things. Right. So I get there and I'm like, yeah, I want I want grilled shrimp, I want my, you know, I want my steak medium um baba baked potato whatever, you know. Right. Ordered it came out and I'm telling you that steak was medium well if not well done. Oh. I mean, it was it was charred on one side.
0: Out okay, now that's like
1: very hard to cut, very hard to chew. Yeah,
0: oh, oh, okay, dude, that'll ruin a steak in a day. Oh my gosh, it did, yeah,
1: it absolutely did.
0: But you ate it,
1: yep, never said a word. Uh, okay, never said a word. Okay, did it satisfy that, that craving enough to get me by? But I'll have to go somewhere else and get another steak. I'm not going to go back to the outback and have it done to me twice in a a period. It'll be six months before I go back there, but I I didn't say a word. Right. Didn't say a word. Okay. You know, everybody else's food was good, but, and the waitress was always on it. Even the manager stopped by. So the service was impeccable. The kitchen was. And I never said a word. And you're sitting here talking about a check. I never look at it. Okay. Never look at it. I look at the total. I figure out my percentage on the tip. That's it. I don't 90% of the time I don't look at the itemization like, oh, I had two beers with dinner or one beer and three tea, you know, whatever. Right. I don't look at, or or whether they, they charge me for a 20-ounce rib-on, I only got a 10. You know, that kind of, I never look at it. Never once.
0: Yeah, but see, I live paycheck to paycheck. I have to look at that.
1: I do, too, but, you know...
0: But you know what I just. I mean? Yeah. I know I, what I you mean. Yeah.
1: It would have to be literally a rat or a roach on my plate for me to go, oh, hell no. And even if that happened, <laughs> I would... <laughs> Not eat the food, I would go to the waiter or waitress, whoever it was, and say, "No, I, don't, I didn't order this rat or, ro-, you know, whatever it is. Right, yeah, rat
0: exactly.
1: Or, or I thought about it. I thought, hey, this steak's a little bit overcooked. Can you go get me one that's medium rare? And then maybe that cook will cook it medium, you know. Right. Thought. you know what? It wasn't so bad that I had to smother it with Heinz 57 or, you know, steak sauce or something like that to choke it down. It just wasn't melt in your mouth, cut with a fork perfect, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. So, <clears throat> yeah, and I'm not much to say anything. Now, I I did have a beer, and if the beer's flat, yes, I will go, wait, can you, this beer's flat, can I get a bottle? If it comes in a, you know, whatever.
0: Right, Exactly. I'm,
1: Look, the born on date on this Bud Light says it's about twenty seven months old. So can you get me one that's, you know, within range? You know. (laughs) I've done that. Okay. I've done that before. That's funny. They've served beer that was past its past its due date. Yeah. Because all beer has a stamp on it. All beers. Miller, Bud, all of them, Coors, they all have a label saying you have X amount of days for it to expire. And even then it'll still run almost Maybe a half, like if it's 120 days, it'll probably still run another 60 before it really gets bad. Now, after the 120 days, if it gets hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, then it's going to taste like crap no matter what. But right, right. I, I have said, uh, your draft, I can't do that. Bring me a bottle. Right. So, oh, we don't have any bottles and okay, I need, you know, Yeah. I'll, I'll compensate it with, give me a tea, you know, whatever. So that I at <laughs> least have some kind of fluid. Right. But no. Usually, I'm not. The food would have to be absolutely terrible, terrible, terrible. You know, say anything or do anything, or
0: right. So I remember, yeah. really funny. You're gonna laugh. Valentine's Day. Okay.
1: Okay. Again, not one of your favorite holidays.
0: Yes, and this was after Andrew died. Right. So this was actually the first time I went on a date. Valentine's Day after Andrew died.
1: Oh. Okay. There's no, you know, at this point, the scenarios are, you're already walking into quicksand. (laughs) You know, it's already a bad day. And you're, was this a first date? No. Oh, thank God. Cause I was like, Jay, why are you doing that to yourself?
0: (laughs) I know, right? Exactly. No, this was like
1: a. First date, anniversary, Valentine's Day, which you don't like already. So that's three strikes. And you're still walking into the yeah yeah safe. yeah
0: no this was actually a date with someone that already spent the night at my house.
1: Okay, so yeah, no that you're yeah you're, you're you're way past that. So we can we're two strikes and three balls. So yeah we're, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah 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 so yeah it's it's not bad. Okay, so
1: so what was his name? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever. I'm just kidding.
0: Whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, so her name was. Uh, Cara, yeah, Cara. anyway, okay, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so this was interesting because you know you talk about it, and when you're with the right person, there are a lot of things that you just you don't think about, okay? You know, right. we ordered this huge platter of food, okay, It was their Valentine's Day platter, whatever, you know, there' should be a
1: spec. Yeah. Right. So it
0: it had beef fajitas, chicken fajitas, rochette shrimp. I mean, it was just insanely, you know, a great platter, you know, and I had a, uh, I had a sweet tea and she had, I don't know what she had to drink of water. And I ordered chocolate covered strawberries because that was the Valentine's day dessert special. Okay.
1: Right? Okay. So, Please tell me you didn't lay her on the table and eat it off her belly.
0: No. That's all
1: right. It's a good visual. Go ahead.
0: I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I know. (laughs) Great visual. Anyway, so the funny thing is the, uh, whatever you call it, Papacito's has a tendency to go medium to medium rare on the fajitas because when it's coming out on the plate, it's still cooking. Okay, so they came out a little more red than I would have liked them. But honestly, I didn't say anything because I knew if they just sat there a little longer, they're on the plate, they're going to cook, you know? This night was going great with one exception, okay? The waiter really wasn't that attentive. But because I was with my date, I didn't even focus on it. I wasn't thinking about it. You know what I mean? You, yes. You, you just don't really, you know, you know, and and maybe on Valentine's Day, they have a tendency to stay away a little longer because they're trying to give you some privacy. I, I don't know. But you understand right. the philosophy.
1: That makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. It's so so hard to be attentive and focus on her while she's talking and listen to her. Yes. You know. Right. So.
0: So, anyway, I ran out of drink, but I'm like, you know, this is Valentine's Day. It is a busy day. Right. So, you know, it's like, you know, no big deal. The guy's running around. I can see him running around. It's not a big deal. He comes by, and he's like, "Um, tea? And I'm like, sweet tea. And he's like, okay. He comes by, brings me a tea, and he sets it down, and he disappears. And I take a drink of this tea, and it is the most unsweet tea that you can
1: possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and have enough sugar in that building, didn't
0: they? <laughs> yeah, no, it was like I. It, for me, unsweet tea is extremely bitter. So I'm like, like wanting to spit this out, but I, I have to swallow it down. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'll just suck it up. He'll come back around, and. And, you know, so we're eating and I kind of take little sips because cause I, I still need something to drink, but it's, oh, it was it was painful, dude. Anyway, so I finally flag him down. And I'm like, dude, it's like I wanted a sweet tea. You gave me an unsweet tea. And he's like, yeah, that's what you ordered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can you just exchange this for a sweet tea, please? That's all (laughs) I am saying. Exchange for a sweet tea.
0: No, no, no. I I literally, I just took a deep breath, and I'm like, look, just give me a sweet tea, please. You know? But I guess I was a little, you could hear the frustration in my voice. Right. I, I tried to be tactful, but, you know, I was annoyed. It's like, okay, you know, why are you challenging me on this? What does it matter if I ordered a, an, uns, an unsweet tea in the beginning? I told you I wanted a sweet tea, you know. In my head, that's what I'm thinking. It's just like, really, come on. All I'm asking you is to get me a sweet tea instead of this. Not like it's hard. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, of course, my date looks at me, and she's like, well, that was a little harsh. And I'm like, really?
1: She really said that? Yeah. Okay. 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 So Go ahead uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> okay, what do you think of that though? there are a lot of people there are a lot of people that are like if you're rude at any point, even if it's the waiter or waitress's fault, if you are rude to the waiter or waitress, they look down on you. yes, you think that's right or wrong
1: I, you know, I think it's an opinional it's it's opinionated it's Okay. It's a focal point of an opinion. And it that's exactly what it is.
0: It's not a right or wrong. It's
1: just an opinion. It's it's, it's not a right or yes. That's the way I see it. It's just an opinion. Okay. But sit here on one thing, we're talking about how, how if it's food, we didn't talk about other aspects of customer service because You know a story that just happened to me last week where I went off the fucking rails.
0: Well, okay. So, do you want to tell that story?
1: I want to tell that story. Okay. Finish it up. Yes, I think I would have started off by saying I wouldn't have come at him to let him know he was wrong. I would have went. I would have just politely said, could you please replace this with a sweet tea? Right. I wouldn't have said... This is not a, you didn't bring me a you know I wouldn't have come at him that way. Well,
0: I thought but I said I, you
1: didn't bring me a sweet tea. I need a sweet tea. Well, so I, it was it was.
0: Well, I was saying that here at the time. I mean, honestly, I don't remember
1: yeah, exactly. What the was. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, because you got to realize I was probably enjoying myself with my date. So I don't right. think I would have ever coming off. I didn't think I was trying to come off. I. I was like, "Hey, can you give me a sweet tea? This this is unsweet." You yeah. know? That that's how I would normally have said it, you know, and and if if they respond back with anything or whatever. The funny thing is, he brought me another unsweet tea. Jesus.
1: Did he stand there and t- tell you to take I would have said, "Take a sip to make sure this is right."
0: Oh, he did stand there and I said, "This is another unsweet." <laughs> and I handed it back to and him. And at that point, she's like, that. yeah.
1: huh?" And I'd agree. Yes, it's unsweet. And I would have handed it back to him. Right. So their pictures are either mismarked. Yes. Or he, his glasses are fogged up or, you know, he just right. whatever. But,
0: but to, to say that I'm being rude because really? Anyway,
1: go ahead. The only thing about that is if it would have come out of your mouth as, he did something wrong. You would have come at him. Right. You know, and, of course, he's outrageously busy, and I don't know how they label their pictures. Does it say unsweet and sweet? Well, the unsweet could have been turned just a way that all he saw was sweet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they need to say, you know, sugar and the other one's got nothing on it, you know, whatever. So right. it's distinctly not that close.
0: Right. Well, and I left, I left him a really good tip because, I mean, it was busy as hell. I mean, the guy was, and, and when it came to the dessert, dropped it off perfectly. I mean, with the exception of that one thing, it was a great night. And I gave him a really good tip. But just because of that one incident, I got labeled as being rude to the wait waiter. I'm like, <laughs> really?
1: Oh, well, you know, maybe she was, Maybe she had a rough day too. It, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. But, That's one of those things where you never know. Like that waitress that you had Cracker Barrel. How do you know her kid went in the hospital sick? You know, or her parents just passed away, or something like that. Where this poor girl's going through some really bad drama in her life, which. Everyone in the world would be forgetful and, you know, not on their game kind of thing. So you just never know.
0: Right. But here's the flip side of it. (laughs) She's serving people. And how does she know that I didn't just come from the hospital or from a cemetery?
1: Good point. But a lot of people don't do that. They think about themselves. We've talked about on a podcast a million times when it comes to that. Right. Now, even if she was thinking about herself... In my opinion, yes, she was not such a good server. But the prove me wrong, that's where she stepped over the line for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was not necessary to say. All she had to do was go, let me double check my numbers real quick and I'll be right back. Right. She didn't have to go out prove you wrong. Yeah. You know, the least you say, the better. So, anyway. So let's talk about customer service. <laughs> and I'm going to try my best to keep this down to about a 45-minute story because there is so many parts to this.
0: Okay. No, I, I'm okay. going to just tell you this, folks. Me and Nick are in the customer service realm. Some of people may not think so, but we work in IT. It is a service industry. We don't make money. We spend companies' money. So we, we understand customer service. Go ahead, tell your story.
1: Christmas Eve last year, (laughs) Tailgate got stolen off my truck. So, yeah, I was upset about it. And, you know, I I knew they were going to be expensive. So, I spent the next couple months looking at what they call pick apart places where they take wrecked vehicles to these places. And you can go in there and you see a door handle or a mirror for your car or something. You can go out there. And they'll say, okay, we'll charge you X amount of dollars. you go out there with tools and take it off of the car. Yep. And they just pick them up, pick a Right. I started looking, I started looking on eBay used stuff and everything was either rusted or I have a GMC Sierra three-quarter ton Denali. So it has a a backup camera on the tailgate and a key lock. Right. And it's an older truck, so it doesn't automatically lock the tailgate when you lock the truck, you have to manually do the key.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So anyway, I'm looking for this and I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. I called around. I can't find it. So I started looking online at, at companies that I could buy a tailgate from, and they would paint it for you in the whole nine yards. Right. I found something where I could get a deal. And, but the problem is the guts inside, you know, the bars and the latches and all that to, you know, the, and the, all the wires and all the things that it needed to come with, there was no kit. So you actually had to buy – you had to actually download the picture and count out, okay, I need seven of these bolts. I need this particular latch. So I would have had to have gone on Amazon and eBay and, and any automo- automotive parts and buy this part, buy that part, and buy the other part, buy They don't already have that pre-listed and what you need. Are you kidding me? They should have a kit for that. I know. This kit costs $600. Done. They don't have it. What? Everything is individually separate. Everything. Okay. So like the latches on either side that come up and when you slam the deals, they lock down on either side of the tailgate. Right. Those are purchased separately separately. And you have to make sure they have L and R on them because they're left and they're different, right? right? Yeah. So I can't even fathom telling you the story in a reasonable amount of time on here of all of that kind of drama. But let me back up and get where I am where I was at. <clears throat> so I found a company that would sell me a shell for like $400 and they would paint it white. Okay. All I needed to do was buy the guts. Couldn't find them anywhere. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to call GMC and find out what the deal is. So I called GMC and I said, and this is exactly what I said because I made specific point. I have uh, this, this, this. This is my make model year and all that stuff. My tailgate was stolen. I need a full replacement and it had a backup camera and a key lock. So the girl's like, no problem. And, you know, she's on there and you can hear her doing stuff on a computer. And she goes, Okay, the tailgate's $980. And I said, you know what? Fine. I said, that comes with all the parts and everything. And she said, yes. I said, okay. She said, well, come on down here. We'll get all the paperwork done because you can't, they won't do it over, over the phone. You can't do it online. Right. So I show, up, I show up down there. And so I give her my VIN number. She punches in my VIN number. So now she knows what kind of truck it is, what color it is the key fobs and all the other drama that goes with the truck, right? Right. So she goes, okay. Um, and she looked at me and she goes, does it have a backup camera? And I said, yes. She said, does it have a key lock? I said, yes. But so she goes through the thing and she's like, okay, that'll be 1600 and blah, blah, blah dollars. I said, well, you told me on the phone it was 980 She said, well, I had to throw the camera and the key lock They were each three, uh, whatever, $100 a piece, plus tax and everything, because I was $1,600. I'm like, okay, fine. And it was a Thursday. And Thursday's the key day here, so you got to remember Thursday. So she said, okay, the order will come in. It'll be ready Monday. Okay. Paid for it. Walked out the door. Put my receipt in the center console so I wouldn't lose it, because knowing me, I'd throw it in the trash. Monday rolls around, no phone call. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... I call him, and she's like, oh, yeah, your tailgate came in Monday. I said, I, I didn't get a phone call. And she says, oh, well, oh okay, well, it, it's here. Never apologized. And I said, okay. I go down there, and she takes this little bitty box, and she sets it up on the counter in a in a plastic bag. And I open the bag up, and there's the camera, and there's the key lock. And I'm like, what is this? She said, well, that's the additional camera and key lock that go on the deal. So I'm like, okay, didn't think nothing of it. And the tailgate, okay, you got to understand this is a full-size tailgate, full-size pickup truck. This damn thing is heavy, and it's probably seven feet long and three feet tall and probably a, a half a foot wide. Right. So I'm dragging it out to my truck. And as I'm putting it in the bed of the truck, I happen to open the box up and look in it, and the tailgate's black. It's primer black. So I drag everything back in there, and I said, and her name was Crystal, and I'm going to throw their names out of here because this, you guys don't even, I, I hadn't even got started. So the manager comes over, and his name is Darius, and Darius says, look, I really apologize. He says, it's Thursday. I'll put it in the shop Friday. It'll be ready for you Monday. I said, are you going to give me a call when it's ready? He said, yes, I, yes sir, I will. I said, where are all the rest of the parts as I set the camera and the key lock on the counter? He goes, we'll have all that ready for you. Okay, walk out. Monday rolls around, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I pick up the phone and call him. Bristol answers the phone. This is Nick O'Donohue. I was checking to see if my tailgate was raised. She goes, they're putting it in the shop today. I said, okay, and I'm being this sarcastic. Are you gonna call me when it's ready? And she said, yes, sir, we will. I said, do you know what's going to be ready? She said, it'll probably be ready Monday. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I call. Your tailgate's here, and it's been painted. I'm like, all right, I'll come pick it up. Go over there. At this point, I'm like, I didn't see the guts in there. I didn't see any cables, any bolts, any nothing inside of that big box. Right. So as soon as they pull it out, yes, it was painted white. Well, Crystal and Darius, the manager, both of them are out with COVID, and the guy that I'm working with is a trainee. He hadn't worked. This is his third day. Nice. He's out around the counter, and I open up the box, and I said, can you tell me where the latches are and the handles and all the cables and everything to hook this up? He goes, well, this this is just the shell. And I'm like, Dude, and I'm starting to get pissed off now. I'm like, dude, I know you're just, and he told me he was a trainee. I said, dude, I know you're the trainee, and I'm apologizing for you getting the brunt of my shit right now, but I came in and blah, 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 did the whole deal. Stolen vehicle, I needed everything there, and Crystal didn't pull that off. The manager was out. Now, the service manager is running the parts department. His name is Charlie. So he said, and he told me that. I said, is Darius in? No, he's out with COVID. Charlie's running the parts department right now. He's in his office, and his office was half windows so I could see, like, his shoulder and him on the phone like this so I could see half his head kind of deal. So I said, tell Charlie I need to talk to him. So he goes in there. He comes back. He said, Charlie's on the phone. When he comes out, he'll come talk to you. I said, okay. I said, so now I don't have all the parts for this. I need all the parts for this. This poor kid prints it out, and we're sitting here circling all the numbers on there that we need. $700 more. So now I'm up to almost $2,300 for this tailgate. So he orders all the parts. I leave everything there. I wait 30 minutes. I watch Charlie get off the phone, get up, and walk out of the room. And I went, okay. Go back to the office, called, left him a voicemail. So that was Thursday. So he said the parts will be in Friday. I said, all right, call me Monday to make sure everything's in. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I call him. He's like, yes, sir, Mr. O'Donohoe, sir, sir. I'm really sorry for the delay, blah, blah, blah. And he's this poor kid. He doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. And that's the thing that I knew. He said, all the parts are here. I go down there. Now, at this point, I've called Charlie and left him three voicemail messages. I talked to the kid on the phone before I came down there. I'm like, is Charlie available for me to talk to him? He's like, no, he's really on the phone right now. I said, well, will you please hold him? accountable for talking to me when I get there, I'll be there in 30 minutes. Show up, he pulls all these parts out, and I said, actually this was a Friday. Um, Pulls all the parts out, oh no, I gotta back up. I get the parts, I said, I'll be calling you this afternoon, this was a Thursday. I waited another 30 minutes for Charlie, and he literally walked out of his office, looked straight ass at me, and then turned around and walked in the warehouse. And I said, hey, could you go get Charlie? He goes, okay, and he runs in the back and he comes right back out and he says, oh, he's doing inventory. I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. That'll be the last time I asked for Charlie. Now I'm pissed. So I said, I'm gonna take all this home and you're gonna hear from me before six o'clock because I bet you my life that all the parts aren't there. So I call Andrew, I'm like, clear the table, clear the table, put a blanket down because we're gonna try to put this together. Of course, all the parts are there. I went ape shit. I called this kid. I'm like, dude, what did I fucking tell you? And I'm cussing. I'm yelling at this kid. I'm like, I told you, and I even specified, when I was there, I'm like, no, 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 dude, we need two of these latches. They ordered four, and they were $89 a piece and charged me for them because they wasn't sure if they were going to come to his left, to his right, or left and right, so they just ordered four of them. So I said, we're going to clear all this up, and I need these, 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 and these parts. This is ridiculous, dude. You need to get help. You need to ask somebody for help. Here I am going into five weeks to get a tailgate when they said i will be ready in three days. Friday morning. <coughs> Thursday, after I saw him at lunch, I went back to my office. I went online. I typed out a Word document of everything that I just told you with names, and I posted it on Edmunds.com, Better Business Bureau. Cars.com, GMC.com, Chevy.com, Yelp. I went everywhere. I put it on 15 different sites. One star, worst service I've ever had in my life, worst customer service, never could get a blah, blah, blah. I went through the whole deal. Friday morning.
0: Wait, wait, wait. You even posted to their own Facebook
1: site, didn't you? I did. (laughs) I sure as hell did. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, no. So 10 o'clock. Friday morning, I called. The little kid answers. I said, do you have it? Because they were just bolts that we were missing, okay? They should have had that shit in stock. So I said, do you have all the parts that I need? He said, yes, sir, we do. I said, let me guess. Can I talk to Charlie? Ten seconds, Charlie was on the phone. He's like, hello, this is Charlie, manager of the service department. I said, hey, Charlie, this is Nick O'Donoghue. I'm pretty sure you're aware of my situation. He goes, yes, sir, I am. I said, look, instead of us keep doing this back and forth, back and forth thing that I've been doing with this terrible customer service that you guys have been giving me, can I just bring all the parts in and have your service department put this together the right way so that you guys can be done with me and I can be done with you? And he said, this is where I went off the rail. He said... Have you talked to our service department as to how much it's going to cost to put it together? I was calm for a little bit. I said, well, I thought with your poor customer service and your shitty attitude, I thought maybe you would do that so that maybe I would get over this and come back to you for work on my truck and repairs. Otherwise, I'm going to have to drive to the other side of the town. He goes, well, I was on the phone when you were talking to my subordinate yesterday and I went what he said I was listening to your conversation and with your cursing and your bashing of our company and your posting online I'm not inclined to do that and I just went silent because I wanted to climb through that phone at that fat mother sorry I didn't say anything but I sure I mean I have never been more red in the ears And I was livid. And he said very quickly, if you bring everything back right now, I'll give you a full refund. I said, done. Click. Jumped in the truck. Do everything in there. Put it away. They gave me a full refund. I walked out the door. That is the epitome of shitty. Yes. No doubt about it. He purposely avoided me. Simple solutions. Mr. O'Donoghue, I really apologize for what's going on. Let me see if I can get this stuff taken care of. I'll get back to you in 48 hours. Acknowledgement. All you needed to do was acknowledge me, validate the fact that I'm having a problem. I would have paid twice as much money to get it done. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I would have been eating ramen noodles for the next week until I got paid, but I got it done, and they were courteous about it. Blow me off like that for five weeks? Right. You deserve an ass whooping, you piece of shit. Okay, okay. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I love hearing this story because
0: you're very passionate about it. But I mean, come on, man. But but okay, okay. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and this is gonna get a lot of hate on me. Bring it. Okay. People are gonna hate me for this, but I'm gonna ask you a question, and you're gonna you're gonna be like Anyway, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? Anyway, um, uh, Anyway, okay. If we don't hold these kids and these cooks accountable for mistakes when they're learning, how can we expect them to hold themselves accountable when they get? better job
1: exactly absolutely now don't get me wrong i'm gonna sit here and bash on this all day long because there ain't a person on this plant that wouldn't say that was the worst customer service i think i've ever heard of
0: no i agree
1: i've made mistakes in my time
0: yes we all have
1: but i'll stand up and be the first one to say i apologize and i'll do my best to do a follow-up whether it's humiliating or not
0: right i'll give you a good example of 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 me. So it was the other day I go to a restaurant and I literally, I don't remember it was Burger King or Wendy's. Um, all I remember is when I ordered the food, I ordered it wrong. Okay. I made one mistake. Okay. Pull up to the window and I said, is this what you got? I just want to verify. And so she read it back to me and I said, I apologize. This is my fault. I was supposed to tell you, this is this burger was supposed to be made this way. And I said, I know. It's all on me. I said, but can you fix it? She's like, sure, not a problem. And I'm like, I really appreciate that. You know? So of course, you know, I'm in a, a fast food. It's not a place right. where you normally are like polite. It's not a place where you're normally apologetic. I mean, you know, because people when they go through fast foods, they're just like the most crass, obnoxious. Because they don't view them the same way as waiter or waitresses. Right. Why not?
1: They should. You absolutely should. Should be very courteous on the microphone because you don't have facial tics or cues to see people. Right. So you're going by a microphone, kind of like listening to this podcast. You know, you, have to, you have to go by the sound of our voices if you're watching it on, you know, whatever. Right. But right. They They should be. Right. Everybody should be polite when you're in the service industry, period. Right.
0: I mean, if hmm. I make a mistake right now in IT, and I have made a couple, and I owned up to it, okay, that was my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? We, we'll fix it next time. It won't ever happen again. You know, we'll put in different whatever checklists to make sure we don't make the same mistake. You know, that way, if somebody comes in behind me, a new guy or whatever, he doesn't make the same mistake I did. You know, and That's accountability for your own mistakes, but also training to make sure other people don't have the same. Right. You know, and so, you know, I, I, and I guess that's my hard part. I'm, I'm, I guess maybe, and, you know, people look at me and they're like, you know, well, you can't expect everybody to have great customer service. And I'm like, I do my best when I'm at work every day. No matter what I'm going through, you know, I had a rough day. I mean, this week's a rough week for me, but I'm giving my best, you know. Right. And, you know, doing my best to be as courteous as possible to my customer. And if I'm having a bad day, you know, sometimes I will avoid phone calls. And if I I limit myself, now, granted, if you're a waiter or waitress, that's very hard to do.
1: Right. You, they're right in your face. You got to. Yeah. You you, gotta,
0: you know, but but by the same token, I mean, that's just that's your job. I mean, that you, you know, so um, I don't know. It, it's really hard for me because if I don't hold them accountable at this stage in their life, what are they going to be like when they get older and they start working at the GMC dealership and they become a manager?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? We all learn from our mistakes. <laughs> These particular people, when they make lots of mistakes, aren't they going to be smarter than we are? If you if you learn from your mistakes.
0: and That's the key. But if nobody ever points them out or nobody ever holds you to them, do you really yeah. learn?
1: Well, like my dad always said, world needs ditch diggers, too. I know. So. I know. But I forgot one. I got to tell you this one real quick. I went through Sonic, and I just ordered a hamburger. Got back to the office. No meat. What? It literally did not have a hamburger <laughs>
0: on it. You, you and Jay Jr., man, only you two could get a burger with no meat.
1: No meat on it. So I went back and I went through the drive-thru and I went past the deal and the lady looked through the glass because of the door. You know, in Sonic. Right. There's a door where they can walk out. Right. And I was one car behind and the lady comes out. You can see a look on her face. She's like, oh, shit. And I'm smiling, right, you know, right. as a mistake. I because just,
0: it's funny as hell. It's It sucks, yeah. but it's funny like, as hell.
1: This burger doesn't have any meat on it. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you might as well make it a double. And they did. And they put bacon on it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> now, that's customer service, <laughs> that man. That is
0: customer service. It, it only cost <laughs> me the
1: regular burger price, and they made it a double with bacon. Because she, she opened the door real quick. She goes, you want cheese on that? I'm like, no. You know? Yeah. And they put bacon on it without asking me. And she goes, we're so sorry. That's customer service. Yes. No apologies. She just fixed it and actually fixed it better. Yes. So, you know, I ate the burger and then I was pissed that I was so full I was about to pass out because I wanted to go to sleep, you know. (laughs) He was in a food coma, folks. He almost made it. I was in a food coma. (laughs) I had to make two trips to Sonic. I was getting a double. Oh,
0: Lord. Oh, my gosh. That's funny.
1: I just remembered that. So that's there are bad sides of customer service. There are good things. I mean, right. people do make mistakes. Right. And they made a mistake, but they fixed it and they fixed it overly what they should have fixed it.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I mean, if I'd have got another hamburger back just like the one I wanted, I would have been fine. Right. You know, they right. didn't hesitate. They didn't have to come out and apologize. She did eventually go, I'm so sorry, I'll take care of this. So that was her quick apology. When she came back, she goes, Here's your double, and we put some bacon on it. I hope you like bacon. I'm like, who doesn't like bacon?
0: I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I gotta tell you, this is really quick because we got to wrap the show up. But a good example of great customer service and one of the situations where I turned down the gift card um, was in Chick-fil-A two weeks ago. I go through and in Chick-fil-A, somebody is standing there. Right. You know, so you're talking Yeah, yeah, you're you're talking in person. So it's like there's no reason. So I literally order, you know, a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit with, you know, uh, the meal with a drink, okay? Right. So no big deal. I'm not really thinking about it, but, you know, I'm just kind of glancing over the receipt. Just kind of, when you're sitting in the drive-thru line, you're just kind of tinkering, you know? Let's right. just be honest. So
1: I'm just sitting there looking, and, and it's bacon, egg, and cheese. I th- you're at Chick-fil-A, yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, breakfast. You're at breakfast. Okay,
0: breakfast. But I ordered okay. sausage, egg, and cheese.
1: To, oh, okay.
0: To a person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I order I mean, you talk to a person. It's not like we're talking through the booth.
1: It's well, like, the bacon and the sausage buttons are right next to each other. She's fat fingered it.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. I. You know, the point was, is I was just like. So I pull up to the drive-thru, you know, the window, and I said, I said, I ordered sausage, egg, and cheese, but it looked like they pushed bacon, egg, and cheese. She's like, oh, we'll fix that. No big deal. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I said, I I just want to make sure we get the right thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, not a problem. So she goes back, you know, fixes the meal, you know. So it's not like I left the store and came back. So, you know, I mean, at this point, I know it can be fixed. It's real easy. It's Chick-fil-A. They always take care of you.
1: They will. Yes,
0: yes. So she goes back. She gives me my drinks. She goes back. She gets two sausage, egg, and cheese, you know, and and it does all that. And she gives me, she gives me my thing. And she's like, you know, hey, here's a gift card. You know, sorry about the trouble. And I'm like, I don't need a gift card. And she's like, oh, well, we're really sorry, you know. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't leave the store. You guys fixed it for me. That's all. In, that's important. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. You know, that right there. She. She's like, let us just fix it for you, and I'm like, I hadn't left the store yet. There's no reason to give me a gift card,
1: but that's so they fixed the problem and they wanted to give you a gift card. Yeah, that's yeah,
0: yeah. That that's the over the top kind of, but you know, Chick Fil A's like that. But yeah, I mean, you know, that was a situation where, yes, they made a mistake. Was I, you know, ugly or rude about it? No, it's it's. I hadn't left the store. Can you fix it? Yeah, we can fix it. Give us a second. You know, I mean, on breakfast, they're like pounding people in and out of there. So it's probably pretty easy to get a sausage egg and biscuit. You know, right off the. the time
1: they open at the time they close. There's a line out that place.
0: That's true, exactly. Yeah, I know. But see, that's that's a good example. You know, and and I know people. So I know people. You're gonna think I'm just the the, the jerk who is rude to you know waiter and waitresses, but I uh, I duly I do truly believe. You know, if you're not good at a wa- being a waiter or a waitress, don't do it. Find a right. better job.
1: But I think it's not necessarily the rudeness that your thought process is coming from. I think what you want is people on this earth to be accountable for their actions. Well, Period.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's a fair point.
1: You know, so if they're not accountable for their actions, it gets under your skin.
0: That's a fair point.
1: And then it might come off, you know, say, there, there's been years raising kids where they say parents are always angry. And if you read books on that, it's it comes off sounding angry, but it's fear because they're not raising their kids the way they thought in their mind that they were going to raise them. And they're thinking their kids are going to go off and be drug addicts and, you know, be in prison and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So they're yelling and screaming and hollering to get their kids in school and do the right thing instead of. That's not anger. That's fear. Yes. Yeah. You're trying I'll,
0: to. You you want to. Yeah. You want to raise a positive uh, person to society. You know. Yeah,
1: but when you, when it it's not working and you start getting frustrated. Yes. Then you start getting scared. My kids aren't going to grow up. It comes off as angry because you start yelling at them. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's fear. It's not anger. So a lot of times these things can come off as anger. When they're a different emotion that's just as strong. Right,
0: right. Well, and the funny thing is, is people have told me this all the time. My natural voice sometimes comes off as kind of a little brass,
1: Authoritative.
0: My, oh, oh. What I would say. Okay.
1: Authoritative. Okay. So when you come at somebody that didn't give you the sweet tea instead of the regular tea, it sounds very authoritative, very, not dictatorial, but demanding.
0: And and I don't and even know it.
1: Yes, you don't even know it. Right. And it's it'll it it'll scare the shit out of somebody that's not ready for it. Right. So you know. That's a
0: fair point. And I think that's a lot of it. It's sort of like Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm the one over here with my tail tucked between my legs and go. You know. <laughs> Whatever. And like a little, you know. Whatever. Because that's the way it is. I won't. I'll eat the steak. It's charred. Drop it on the floor to break. And I'll eat it.
0: Yeah, but if that if if that steak was your tailgate, it would have been a whole different story.
1: Now, let's see. Now, if if he would have just got me my damn parts and he would have called, if they would have called me when it was ready and if Charlie would have picked up the phone the first time I asked, right? it's Mr. O'Donohue, we're doing everything we can. Even if it took another five weeks, they didn't have the parts. The fact that he would have taken the time to say Mr. O'Donohue, we're really short-staffed. We're already beyond short staff, and now I have two people out with Covid. I've got a trainee running the running the the parts department right. So please have pay, please have patience with me. We're doing the best we can. Done. That guy could have turned my tailgate black again, and I wouldn't have been yelling at him. You know what I'm saying? Right. He would have taken the time. Take the time. Yes. pick up the phone and eat crow for ten seconds. Right. And then hang up the phone and go, what a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Take the time to go, Mr. O'Donohue, we're trying to do the best we can, blah, 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 blah. I would have been just fine with it.
0: I know. I know. Okay, so we've actually went a little longer than we normally would, but, you know.
1: We're passionate stuff these last two, three weeks.
0: Yes, it has been. It but, has know, been. You know, and this is a passionate month for me, you know, so yeah. doing a lot of stuff with the— uh, you know, American Foundation, so, um, you know, uh, it's, people can call it good, they can call it bad, I apologize for nothing.
1: There you go. And I have two things. Okay. One, I'm so very proud of you. Okay. And number two, I love you with all my heart, brother.
0: I love you too, man. I love you too. Um, folks, you know, like we always say, keep following and keep listening.